Hey y'all, it's Erin Thorvalson. Welcome to Real Estate, Real Life, Real Talk. Thank you so much for joining in today. We are on episode three. Super exciting. Thank you again to everyone that has continued to listen and then also that has sent in little messages or words of encouragement. It makes recording episodes and coming up with ideas way easier knowing that you guys are enjoying what you're hearing. So thank you to that. And if you have not done so already, be sure that you follow along on whichever uh, podcast platform you're listening to. And then also check out our Instagram page. We have some fun behind the scene photos that I've been posting and some other information that we'll be sharing on there. And then we entertain you in the least bit. Please be sure to give us a five-star rating as well. So I'm super excited for today's episode. We're going to be talking about home maintenance tips that you do in the fall to get ready for winter. And then also talking about our annual family MEA cabin trip that we take to my parents' cabin. So we'll be having some of my family on to share what they like about the cabin and kind of our annual once a year that everyone is up there together. And then some music from country singer Cody Dylan Brown. So as I was preparing for the content for this week's episode, I was thinking about the people who live in different parts of the country who don't have seasons like we do in Minnesota. So in Minnesota, we have fall, which we're in right now. Then we have winter, we have spring, and we have summer. So with that, it seems like there's different projects that you need to do kind of all year long to maintain your house and keep your property looking nice and comes along with extra kind of maintenance and projects. So for us at our house, we make a vow come July 1st, like we push really, really hard all spring and like the first part of summer to get everything done outside so that come July 1st, we're done doing any sort of yard projects or landscaping or anything like that. Because let's face it, we have a super short window of warm weather and kind of fun that we can have in Minnesota. So come July 1st, we're done. But then the worst part is I feel super bad because we work so hard in the spring and then it seems like summer gets busy, fall gets busy with kids going back to school. You're getting a schedule and a routine that you need to get done with like your day-to-day stuff that come outside yard work or any type of fall maintenance items. I am spent. I don't want to do a single thing. So I'm sure there's other people that are with me. At least I hope so. Otherwise, I'm going to feel super lazy and unmotivated knowing that I'm the only one. So what I did was come up with a list of just kind of your basic home maintenance stuff that should be done to your home to get ready for winter. And then maybe won't make kind of some of those spring projects as daunting and uh, help kind of maintain and get things going throughout the year. So one of my favorite things that I do enjoy doing around the house, and I do it probably more than I need to, is washing our windows and our screens. I love, love, love having clean windows in the house. Our patio doors, um, if you came right now, they're not super clean just because we've been super busy and I haven't had a chance to do them, but it is one of my favorite things to do. Um, I know when we have company over, it's like the first thing that gets done because I want everything, like the windows and everything to look nice. Um, But I've talked to other people and they're like, I only do that once a year. So uh, I might be a little little aggressive on how many times I do that, but it's one of the things that make me happy. Um, but washing your windows and screens is huge. So do that before winter, uh, making sure that your gutters and your downspouts are all cleaned out. 
uh, especially with the leaves falling into your gutters come that first kind of spring rain. And if you have any extra um, leaves or other debris in your gutters, it's going to cause problems with uh, any sort of leaking possibly into your basement. So you want to make sure that that's done or get some gutter helmets or leaf guards on there. If there's any leaf guard or gutter helmet people that want to sponsor the show, let me know. I'm just kidding. Actually, I'm not though. Um, but yeah, let me know. I'll definitely pass your name around. Uh, exterior faucets. This is a big one too. You want to make sure that you turn those off so you don't have any freezing that then results in leaking into your inside of your house. Tune up your furnace. We have some awesome uh, furnace people in the area here and all over the metro too. There's some great ones. So be sure that you contact your favorite one to get your furnace tuned up. Cover your AC so that you don't have debris and leaves falling in there. Make sure that you test your CO detectors and your smoke detectors. I know a lot of fire departments, October is fire awareness month, so they really push to, to make sure that you're testing your smoke detectors. Uh, your patio furniture, it's always good to put that in so they don't get totally weathered. I know we still have ours out because we use ours till the very last, like last point that we can't sit outside anymore um, and still use our grill through the winter just for those semi maybe warm days that we get in the winter time uh snowblower make sure that you have that ready make sure that your lawnmower gets winterized kind of along with your snowblower you better make sure that you have your shovels out too and with your shovels make sure that you have your car scraper i have been caught many times in the spring because it seems like we get the kind of that last winter snowstorm too in the spring we also get caught in the fall where we get a ton of snow and nobody is prepared. I have been uh, caught scraping ice off my windshield with a credit card or my driver's license because I was not prepared with having my scraper. And I do recall many times before I've left the house, my husband reminding me, make sure to put the scraper in, you're gonna need it. And me thinking, nah, nah, it's not gonna snow. It's too early. So make sure you get your scraper in. Um, Make sure you dust your house too. Just get that all in the crevices, your uh, baseboard, your um, cabinets, kind of those places that you wouldn't normally do it is a good thing. If you have a fireplace, make sure you get that serviced and clean. Get your wood ready if you do have a wood burning stove or a boiler. One of the things too that's a really big thing is reversing your fan. And then one of my favorites is getting your cozy blankets on your bed. I did this just recently. And in our house, um, John and the kids hate having more than like one blanket. They won't even have a sheet. So I don't know if it's like this, like with other people too, but they have a comforter or like maybe one blanket and that's it. Taylor's actually gotten a little bit better because she found these super cute kind of Western theme sheets. She has, so she has those on her bed, but Brody and John hate having any sort of extra blankets. And John was like this, I think even... And when we were dating too, because he only had the one blanket. Um, and I was hoping when we got married that maybe having all oh, some nice, pretty sheets would be different. But no, he still hates having any sort of blankets. But anyways, I have like 10 blankets on our bed because I want all sorts of warm, fuzzy, cozy blankets. And he hates it. So um, when I make our bed in the morning, all the blankets are always on my side of the bed because he ends up sleeping with just the one. So I don't know if it's the same with you guys, but. I love having the cozy blankets and then we always keep our window open all year long too. So 
hence the need for more blankets. Um, get your humidifier out if you need that. One of the big things too here in Minnesota, a lot of us live on or near water. So you have to winterize your boats, your pontoons. Um, if you live on the lake, you got to take your dock and your boat lifts out. So with taking your dock and boat lift out, um, also results again in taking your boat, your pontoon out. One of my least favorite things to do is driving the boat to the boat launch to be taken out like the last time of the year. For one, it's super sad because it's kind of your last farewell to summer, your last pontoon, your last boat ride. But the other part is there's literally a domestic every time we go at the boat launch. Um, this year, because last year was a horrible, horrible experience, um, I told John that if he yelled one time when we were putting the pontoon on the trailer that I was getting the worst papers drafted up, we we're not going to be married. So he's like, no way. But I was dead serious because, oh my gosh, I dread this so much. Like for the weeks leading up to knowing that the boats were coming out, I was bribing both the kids that they would have to be the one to help do it versus me. But um, I think Taylor was making dinner and Brody somehow finagled his way out of it. I don't even know how. So I ended up having to be the one to drive the pontoon over. But we had already taken out the the dock and the lifts because we did a a nice family event where we took everything out um, the day before. We were actually all home on a Sunday afternoon and it was pretty decent outside. So decide what the heck, let's go ahead and do it. Normally John and Brody do it and they have a really good system, but it's kind of nice doing a little family home project. But so the pontoon was pulled up on the beach and we have what's called sea legs. So John gave me a whole rundown lecture of making sure the sea legs are up before you leave. And of course me, yes, 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 I know. I know how to do everything. It's fine. I got it. So get the boat out, push it off the shore and get it on, get it on the lake or in the water, start going. And I'm like, gosh, what the heck? Something is not right. And I could see him over at the boat launch, like waiting for me. And I'm like, oh, this is not going to be good. He is going to be yelling because I'm taking too long. So he calls me and he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know. It's it's just not running right. Something seems off. And it was a whole fiasco. He's like, well, I think probably the the sea legs are on. I'm like, nope, it made the little beepy noise. They're not up. So he's like, I'm pretty sure they're up or down. It's like, check it and make sure. Well, sure enough, the darn sea legs were down. So anyways, got those up, got to the boat launch. And I was more disappointed because he called and interrupted my kind of quiet time that I call it. Um of driving to the boat launch and listening to like one last song on the lake, just enjoying um, the calmness and the quietness because there was nobody out. And instead he's calling to make sure I'm okay and all this stuff because I guess he does love me and he did not want to get a divorce. Um, but anyways, we got the pontoon loaded. He didn't yell once. So as of today, we are still happily married. So thank you, John, for not yelling. But ladies, I will totally rent out my husband if you have the same problem at your house where you hate driving your boat or pontoon to the launch and loading it on the trailer. Even if it's not for taking it out for the end of the season, if it's like just out to do something, always have another guy do it. Like I will totally put John up for hire for that as long as I can borrow your husband and he can come help John.
Okay. So in Minnesota, in October, we have MEA break. So for probably the past, gosh, since probably Taylor's been born. So 17 years. Well, she'll be 17 in a couple weeks here. But our family has always gone up to my parents' cabin for MEA break. So it involves four-wheeling, a ton of mud, assuming that it's rained, um, hunting, delicious food, time by the fire. It's a really, really fun time. And it typically usually ends our lands over my mom's birthday, too. So we get a chance to celebrate her birthday. So years ago, though, like before Taylor was born, um, before John and I even got married, we used to go to St. Louis to go see my mom's brother, Blake. So my uncle Blake and my aunt Janet, by far one of the highlights of my childhood. Um, Always looked forward to it each time. So we'd go to Grant's farm. We'd go to see the arch, go to the spaghetti factory, Anheuser Brewery. And then uh, one of the coolest things down there, too, was their big farmer's market that they had. So our Emmy break has kind of slightly changed over the years where uh, not traveling to St. Louis, but now just traveling up to the cabin and the kids absolutely look forward to it every year. It's also the youth deer hunt opener too. So last year Brody got his first year this uh, over the youth hunt. And then um, I think it was two years ago, Taylor got hers. So super fun time. Um, But growing up, I would find every excuse not to go to the cabin. It's still to this day is not one of my favorite places to be, but I do enjoy going up there because I do get to spend a lot of uh, quality time with my parents, my family. Um, We've had friends go up there in the past, but John and the kids love going up there because they love hunting. Um, This past March, we got a dog. So the dog now loves going up there. Um, But I also kind of enjoy the time in the fall too, where they, do go up there and I get to be home by myself too. So, um, yeah, so growing up, I would make every excuse not to go up there, which was pretty easy because most of you know, um, my grandparents had a campground. Um, so growing up, I made sure that I was working at the campground every single weekend, which also made it super easy because there was this pretty good looking cottage grove kid that was also working there. Um, So it was kind of a bonus, too, for not going to the cabin. But ironically, that same Cottage Grove kid now loves going to the cabin. Um, So that's a story for another day. But uh, it is a really good time. So we have these annual four-wheel trips that we go on where we have this really cool bridge that we end up taking pictures on. Last year, the kids found, um, which I think the last two years, the kids have found crayfish down there. We have night four-wheeler rides. said a ton of mud so this year was super fun too so i'm gonna have some of my family on here talking about what they like about the cabin and then also some music from country singer cody dylan brown he's out of mora and my dad had him come out and play for my mom's birthday so it was absolutely fabulous um if you're looking for kind of a good feel good um like solid country song uh, definitely check him out. He's on Spotify. He's going to have some stuff on YouTube as well. And then on my Facebook page, I actually posted a video of them singing around the campfire, a absolutely wonderful song. I've listened to it a couple different times. And I would say right now it's definitely by far, um, my favorite. So definitely check that out too. So here is some interviews slash podcast from my, uh, family. So enjoy. All right. 
So I am here with my niece. What is your name? Eleanor. Eleanor, how old are you? Five. Oh my goodness. Okay. Do you love coming up to the cabin? Yes. What is your favorite thing to do up here? Play games. Ooh, what kind of games do you play? With bubbles. With bubbles? Uh-huh. What other kind of stuff do you do at the cabin? Go play more games. Go play more games. We played cards last night and we were partners, right? Yeah. But we lost. Yeah, we did. Aw, do you want to say anything else on the podcast? No. No? Okay, well, we're going to have a super fun weekend, aren't we? Yeah, we will. Okay. You want to say bye? Bye. Okay, so that was a super special treat. I'm here with Cody Dylan Brown. Hi. How you doing? Good. Doing good. Good. Oh my goodness. There's something so special about live music and you nailed it tonight. My favorite was by far the campfire song. Thank so you. Yep, Mama told me. That's one of my favorite songs I've ever written. And you wrote that, right? Yep. I wrote that. Oh, it was awesome. Um, so quick question. Who inspired you to start singing? Well, I think that I, I believe that to be my father. My father sang all my life, so uh, you know I went out to shows with him, helped him set up his music equipment. So seeing him sing all the time, you know, it just became a part of my life. So I became a singer. Oh, that's super awesome! Who is your favorite artist? 
My favorite artist or band would probably be Leonard Skinnerd. Um, just I, I grew up with them. I listened to their album all the damn time. The best Leonard Skinnerd, and uh, it just there's nothing I don't like about them. This I can never not go back to listen to them. You know, I never get sick of them. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, favorite song? Uh, favorite song by them? Simple Man. Simple Man. Solid. That's good. I like it. Um, bucket list place that you'd want to perform? Uh, Billy Bob's down in Texas. I've heard it's a great place to go. And, uh, yeah, with a couple of friends or acquaintances, Alex Williams, and uh, I believe uh, Josh Malloy played there. I don't know. It's just it's on my list to play. Oh, that's super awesome. Where can people find your music? Uh, they can find my music pretty much anywhere, but YouTube's going to be the best spot coming up forward. Before I get everything recorded nicely, because all I got out right now is the rough cuts, which was recorded by me, and they are rough. Uh, but YouTube's going to be the best place I'm going to start releasing my original music. Oh, that's awesome. Um, it was absolutely amazing tonight. You nailed all the songs. I loved the original ones that you had. So thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. And uh, thanks to your family for having me on. I mean, this was a great, great place to play. Yeah. Awesome food. I mean, if you feed me barbecue and whiskey, you are friends forever. So. <laughs> you will definitely be back. My daughter's already planning to have you at her graduation party. So I feel like awesome. you might be out of our budget and kind of famous by that point. So, <laughs> Well, hopefully so. I, you know, but uh, hopefully I can come back and play for you anyways. Oh, that's awesome. Well, thank you again. Yeah, no problem. All right. So we are sitting around the campfire. MEA weekend. This is our annual family cabin time it's also the youth deer hunting opener and both taylor and brody went out hunting this afternoon but one had a little more fun than the other taylor what happened so these two i was looking around you know doing what you do when you go hunting and all of a sudden i look over and there's these two deer sitting in the middle of the field so I get ready, I get my gun all ready, like I'm ready to shoot, I'm shaking, because, you know, adrenaline happens when you get excited about that. And then they keep looking at me, and then a car drives by, and it kind of spooks them a little bit. So I'm like, okay, they got to get broadside enough so I don't, like, shoot it in their butt or something like that. So, Okay, um, hold on, where are you supposed to shoot it? You're supposed to shoot it, like their rib cage almost like their heart rib cage because if you like shoot the, the like the meat then it gets all smoky and it's gross to clean and you ruin the meat so anyways so I'm waiting for it to get broadside like the perfect area to shoot and then it finally semi gets broadside so I shoot it and then it just stands there and looks at me and then I go to shoot it again and it, it hears my my empty bullet fall on the ground whatever I go to shoot it again, and then it starts running right as I shot. So I think I shot it in the butt, like what I was trying not to do. I think I did anyways. So to say the least, I did miss a deer tonight. Um, but I'm going back out tomorrow after doing a little target practice tomorrow. Um, yeah, so fun story of the night. Um, so we were all sitting around the fire listening to Cody sing, and we heard one shot. And everyone got super excited, and then we heard two shots, or the second shot, and we were waiting to see, is Taylor going to call? And then your dad and Brody were a different spot, and your yeah. dad was messaging me, asking me, me too. if you shot. 
So we all got super excited. I I think I got like six different text messages at the same time, and I didn't know who to reply to first. Grandpa calls me. He's like, did you shoot one? I'm like, well, I'm not too sure. So I had to look for some blood. (laughs) Um, Didn't find any of that, so we're going to try again tomorrow. Oh, well... Good luck. Yes, thank you. You'll get uh, it. I think they were does, and I think that means that I'm going to shoot a 12-point buck tomorrow. A 12-point no, buck? 30-point buck. 30-point buck. If you ever get bored, go listen to the, th- the song 30-point buck. Um, it's, it's really good. It's kind of funny. All right, so this was Taylor's little episode of MEA Cabin Fun. What's your favorite thing to do up here over MEA? Um, sit around the campfire or go on four-wheeler rides. Or shoot deer. Yeah. When you don't miss. Yeah, when you don't miss. Yeah. Sorry, too soon? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Oh, I'm still Sorry. a little salty about that. I can <laughs> tell. <laughs> All right, well, we'll see who we interview next. Thanks, Taylor. Thank you. Have a good night. Okay, so we're sitting here Friday morning. We had our annual flannels, flapjacks, with an addition of Josh's biscuits and gravy. And it's my mom's birthday. Happy birthday, mom. Thank you, honey. All right. So question for you. Who's your favorite child? I don't have a favorite child. I'm just kidding. You don't have to answer that. But I know it's me. Okay. So what is your favorite part about MEA weekend? The weather is beautiful today. Plus, I have all my family around me. That's really good. So who, let's see. Who's all here? My husband, who's Taylor. Yeah, who's your favorite in-law? Amber wants to know. <laughs> you could be honest. I don't have a favorite in-law either. But Amber's actually it. Who's, um, who's your favorite brother that's here? Oh, yeah, and your, your brother from St. Louis is here. And his wife, Janet. So who's your favorite brother? There's only one brother here right now, so it's, I'll say him. The one that's here? Yeah. Oh, thank you. I, was, I was worried about that, but thank you. <laughs> um, so yesterday we had a band. What are we going to do today? I guess we're going to go four-wheeling, going on a trail. Which is kind of our annual thing. We have a we have a bridge that we go to. We have to get our, our pitcher. Um, it's probably going to be a little muddy, so it's kind of a contest to see who gets the muddiest. I saw a picture today where Taylor was covered in mud, like chunks of mud in her hair, chunks of mud on the back of her shirt. So do you think it'll be as muddy today, Mom? hope so. All right. Anybody else want to say anything? Oh, I do. Oh, wait. My favorite grandchild is the one in the baby, mama's baby. In the belly. That's going to be a pretty, that's going to be, <laughs> that's going to be a pretty cool uh, Christmas gift. It is. Beautiful Christmas. Oh, Hendrix just came. Hendrix, do you want to say anything on the podcast? No. Maybe talk about Say hi? No. Um, what were you just doing in the field? Riding my four-wheeler. Oh, you were going super fast. My favorite was your horn honking. All right, Jess, Janet, anything? Uncle Blake? I'm just glad to be here with my family. We've been a long time, and so thanks for having me up, Leanne. Happy birthday. That's Thank you. It. Thank you. That is it. So glad that we used to always go to St. Louis over MEA, like years ago. John, do you remember when you I went? I one time for 
going to St. Louis and not going to Louisiana fishing with the boys. That must be. We made him have a bow on. Boa. Yeah, just because you wore the bow the whole weekend. Oh, I forgot about that. I was in the minivan and drove to St. Louis. We did not. We did not uh, second guess you at ever. <laughs> well, that's the kid right away to help help uh, fortify the here. Right. <laughs> I feel like that's because you just really love me a lot. You I decided do to do that. Who's your favorite wife? <laughs> yeah, who's your favorite wife? Answer this right. Michelle. Aaron Marie. Who's your favorite child? Who's your favorite Who's your favorite child? Yeah, you two both. My favorite, favorite oldest child is Taylor. Wait, who's your favorite in-law? Just anyone. <laughs> me. Uh, Amber's I, it. Okay. I think Matt listens to this, so you might be disappointed. You can't have. I love them all. As you're pointing to Amber, giving her like a thumbs up that it's her. All right. Well, I think we're gonna go four wheeling now. Happy In the birthday. mud. Happy birthday, mom. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Lynn. <laughs> All right, episode three is in the books. Thank you so much for listening. I absolutely appreciate each and every one of you. Hopefully you listened for the whole thing. If you came back on, took a little break, that's okay too. I still appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Thank you for bearing with me too. So each week I'm learning new things with this whole podcasting and content and how to do this, how to do that. And just really truly it's it's a learning learning curve definitely so thank you for being patient and um, I hope each week each episode continues to get better and better and the audience grows and you share this with family and friends and uh, take some helpful helpful hints from it as well with real estate news some real life stuff um, and just actually just just enjoy you know listening to it as well so Thank you again. Um, I'm definitely having fun doing this. It's fun coming up with content. Um, I have some friends coming on in the next couple weeks here, so that should be fun episodes as well. So looking forward to that. So next week we will be talking about um, different things that you need to do to get your house ready to sell. Many times we have sellers that come to us and they think that they have to do this big laundry list of items, painting, carpet, a roof, windows, um, new appliances, and many times it's not the case at all. It's much smaller than that. So next week, we're going to be talking about the top 10 things that you need to do to get your house ready to sell. And then my daughter Taylor is going to be on as well. And she's going to be talking about her recent dance tryouts. Um, She's going to be turning 17 in a couple weeks, which is just crazy to me. So she's going to be talking about turning 17 and then just kind of life as a teenager. So sometimes it can be really, really hard. Um, and as a parent, I'm always told it's not like how it used to be when you were growing up. So we'll be kind of getting her, her insight as to what it actually is like being a teenager. So I'm excited for that. Um, I'm going to leave you with another song from Cody Dylan Brown. So hopefully you enjoy that as well. And be sure to check out our Instagram page, real estate, real life, real talk for some behind the scenes photos and some fun real estate information as well. So be sure to join us next week. It'll be fun, I promise. Be sure to be kind, be sincere, be intentional, be real, and have a great week. I'll do, uh, well, this is my favorite campfire song. It's one I wrote. Uh, so it's called Mom and Told Me.